everybody, even from across distances, right? So, yeah. But uh, you know what, guys? I'm just going to continue on here with some of the intros. Jeremy, uh, how's things uh, going at your end, pal? 100 miles an hour, man. My sister flew in from Los Angeles. I went to go pick her up this morning with my niece. Uh, so my nieces and my sister are here. Now, on Tuesday, I have my parents and my basically my entire family's coming uh, to visit and spend some. They want to just get out of the city. They want to get out of Los Angeles. Hey, everybody want, wants to get the hell out of California, man. Yeah, California, so, it's like run yeah. for the hills. Yeah, so they'll be here for about a week, and uh, I mean, we're talking everybody, my mother, father, my aunts. Are we taking bets on how long before you you actually have to throw them out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys don't know this, but my nephew's actually been living with me for two months, so I gave him a summer job. He came here, and he's working for the summer, and he's just living here, and obviously he's... You know, he's done a couple things. You know, he bought a, he bought a nice mountain bike for himself, and he wants to buy a dirt bike. It's just those little things that you can do from, uh, you know, that made his life happy. He was he was tired of he wanted to get out of Los Angeles too. So pretty he came soon, over here. Uh, Downer's uh, entire life is going to end up like a National Lampoon's movie. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't care. He just get he gets him to work at his job. Yeah. Hey, Gr- hey Griswold. Jeremy, you gonna go to Wally World? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love that movie, man. Uh, oh, hey, Jeremy, get her full. Oh man! All right, I'll just uh, continue on here, guys. Uh, Megatron, uh, how's things over at uh, your end of the pond? Yo, man, things have been great. Um, I took some time off from work just to kind of de-stress, you know, and uh, I've been putting in a lot of time gaming. And, uh, yeah, I streamed Halo 5 for about six and a half hours last night. It was a great time, man. Shout out to K-Mega and uh, the Don. We played from about 11 o'clock to like six in the morning. It was just up sundown to sun up. And uh, wait, wait, you weren't sleeping yeah, at that time or you had like I half the time. You, uh, no, I bro. I got, to, uh, so much, I got so much rest last week. You know, just, just kind of just, I literally just like, just said, you know, the hell with work. I just put everything to the side and just focused on just relaxing and just, uh, it feels good, right? It feels wonderful, bro. It feels wonderful, man. I put in about an hour and a half of quantum break. I streamed that. I beat Titanfall uh, 2 finally. My backlog is still ridiculous. I just started going back. I restarted Quantum Break. So I'm about an hour and 40 minutes into that. I streamed that. And uh, and then I just uh, jumped on with uh, the Don and uh, K-Mega to play Halo. And we had yeah. a blast. We had an absolute blast. I didn't go to bed. Yeah, that's a, hey, that's a dynamic duo, them guys. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I didn't go to bed till just, you know, just, just, just before 7 o'clock my time. I didn't wake up till Damn. about 11, 12. So I just I felt like a kid again, man. It just, it All night long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one game that's making me feel like a kid again. How about that game Grounded, huh? Who who called that? Who called that? Come on. Give me the props. 
I can't figure out how to make a damn rock axe. Like, and, oh you know, he finally God. told me it's the stuff that's on the ground. You can just pick up the, whatever the weed is, but you know that that stuff is. It's it's hard. simple. All you have to do is go to in in menu and then like hit X. Just go to the crafting, hit um, start or menu, mm -hmm. I believe, and it's in the uh, crafting. You just hit like first. You got to gather supplies. Like you got to get um, mm -hmm. leaves, sticks, rocks. Th uh, I think they're called. Um, Thorns or whatever, and um, like plant fibers or something, you gotta find. Yeah, yeah, you gotta find a bunch of stuff. Yeah. The more stuff you find, the more stuff you can build. So yeah, if you if you go into your like if you've picked up a lot of stuff, just go and hit start. Go to crafting at the RB button. It's in the mm -hmm. like the top left hand, and then you just like hit like X, and it'll it'll create like a spear, or create whatever. Yeah, I'm at the part where you got this is whatever. Kind of device in the middle of the you know the grass, and you have to like hack away at the uh, the grass to kind of get the light to shine through. The lasers aren't going through to the, uh, the machine or whatever. You guys know what part I'm talking about? It's just I'm stuck. No, no, yeah, you probably like I said, you just you I'm also in the beginning. have yeah, you have to go to the beginning. You have to analyze stuff, and mm -hmm. uh, you bring it to mm -hmm. that like to that uh, analyzer, and then. Once you figure out how to analyze things, that you can figure out how to build things. Uh, yeah. The setup is excellent. It was so good that when I played, um, I said, "You know what? I'm just going to wait for the, the the final release because I know that I could play this game." And then with Ark, you know, just have yeah. all your progress lost. So I, I, the game's awesome. I think I think it's a definitely a unique game. Yeah, that's the thing with uh, game preview games. But uh, last but not least, here we got Eric Shockley joining us. Uh, a member of the Sinister Seven. How you doing, Shock? Hey, how's it going? What's up, hey, Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was muted for a second. <laughs> nope. No, I've been uh, I don't know what. Oh, I've been playing through uh some combat combat involved and the little itch there. So. Getting back into Run the Halo. Down. Yep, that's my favorite one. So it's like story campaign wise, but we've been running that on a PC, so it's pretty nice. Get playing at one forty-four uh, frames per second. <laughs> Damn. But Damn. Damn right, and uh, yeah, we're gonna be expecting some more frames per second in uh, well for apparently Halo Infinite. But uh, you know, I'm gonna move on to the first topic, fellas. And so after some rumors were floating around online, 343 Industries announced that Halo Infinite's multiplayer will be free to play. Now, this is pretty, it's a pretty brave move, in my opinion, for the franchise. And certainly it brings up a lot of questions, to say the least. And I certainly want to get in on this myself. But uh, you know what? Centurion pal, I'll uh, I'll start with you on this. Um, what are your thoughts on Halo multiplayer going free to play? Um, I think it's absolutely awesome. Um, okay, so everybody needs to, if they're having any trepidations about this, Microsoft is a game developer um, that happens to put games as a service as kind of like their main thing because that's what Microsoft does. They love subscription services. That's how they've built their company as big as they have been. And one thing that's really going to help it to get Halo back in the hands of everybody is to basically make the multiplayer free to play. Not to mention, they also said that this is going to be around 120 frames a second, potentially, in the multiplayer. 
So this is going to be like a multiplayer experience that's never really been seen on console. We're talking a Halo multiplayer running at 120 frames a second, and it's going to be free to play. In other words, there's going to be no barrier to entry on the multiplayer. And I really see this helping boost sales, not only for Game Pass, but the Xbox ecosystem in general. And I'm really looking forward to uh, what they're cooking up. I mean, this shows that they are totally confident in the product that they have developed to where they are wanting to challenge uh, companies like uh, Fortnite and Apex Legends um, to basically kind of go into that free-to-play market. Yeah, it definitely has the potential to be a huge hit in the industry, absolutely. Uh, the problem oh, yeah. I have, the problem I have with Halo, it's never been as far as the multiplayer side. It's never lived up to you know one, two, and three in terms of level design, in terms of just gameplay in general. Yeah, the gameplay's gotten a lot faster and a lot quicker, and there's more to it. But you know, level five, uh, you know, take Halo Five for example. People did not really get into Halo 5's multiplayer because of the level design. You know, we're not harking back to the days where, you know, we go back to one and Halo 1 and Halo 2, where they have some of the most iconic multiplayer maps of all time. That was it that now, was completely absent in four and five. Now, and somehow, some that? way, uh, you know, 343 needs to get back to that. So we'll find out whether or not the multiplayer has what it takes to to live up to today's, you know, very saturated market where whether it's free to play, uh, you know, or arena shooter or combat, you know, it's just in um, general. Go if ahead. I can add hey, on to what you're talking about. We need about to know what the hell they, they, they need to differentiate themselves oh. from everything that's out right now. They, they need to make them stick out. Somehow, some way, they need to really, really show, you know, the, their gumption and, and what they can do to change the game. Because bottom line, that's what they need to do. Well, but that's what I want to ask oh, the question ahead. is, how do they how do they do that? I'm going to be the one that's going to throw it out there. Call me the a-hole. Gamers are down. Okay. Yeah, gamers are spoiled. Okay, back during the, the, the Halo 1 era and the Halo 2 and Halo 3 Online gaming was in its infancy. Multiplayer was in its infancy when it came to something in that scale and scope. That's why it's so iconic. It was new. But as the years have gone by, people have become soiled. I mean, spoiled and complacent. So how do you top something that is already amazing? I'm not calling yeah, Halo no, 5 amazing. Halo 5 amazing, but you know how we, we operate every single day. When our cell phones act up in our pocket, we're like, oh, this stupid phone. But if you really think about it, that phone is actually one of the greatest inventions in the world because it, it connects you to the entire world instantly. So well, online, they have a, they have to figure out a way to reinvent the wheel. Let's be that's, honest. That's yeah, one they thing. do, that's they one do thing. stuff. They I agree with you. Problem it's a big challenge to reinvent the wheel and to make that wheel a dub. If you get what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, don't, don't get wrong. I, I don't think it's going to be an easy thing to do whatsoever, but what they, you? they definitely got to do something to like say, wow. Okay. You know, you can't just put it's a shiny coat of paint enough. and be like, there you go. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. You can't have that shining 
coat of paint, 120 frames per second. If you don't have, you know, some of the most legendary maps of all time, like Beaver Creek or uh, what's another one on there? Um, you know, March of Stormbreak was a really good one. Uh, you know, those kinds of maps. Headlong was great. Those kind of maps just set the bar for Halo multiplayer and what and it's part of the reason well, well the so, majority of the reason why people went you know people played halo was so because of that taking a multiplayer map from the halo one and halo two era that was meant to have a smaller group of people playing on it and trying to translate that today into a map that could potentially have a hundred players running around on it like do you think they could leave the map the same or would they have to make fundamental changes to basically compensate for the fact that now there is more players running around on that map than it was originally designed? Well, you can still have 100 players running around shooting each other with a great level design or a level map, uh, you know, design. I mean, just look at uh, Apex, for example. People love playing on those maps. Uh, that's a great example. Now, you know, maps, Fortnite... Fortnite. So think about Matt, Fortnite and a Apex. I'm not trying to interrupt. Sorry, but with Fortnite yeah, yeah. and a uh, Apex Legends, it almost all takes place on the same map. There's actually been subtle variations over the years on how they change the map, or they'll add some like snow or some weather elements. But it's basically the same map that's just been modified over the years. Now we're over here talking about Halo, where there's going to be multiple maps. Yep. And they have to be good. I mean, in my opinion, they have to be good. You know, you should have been playing with me, Jeremy, last night <laughs> with uh, when we were playing Halo Five, man, because it was fun. I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't, I mean, get, I don't get where I... Halo Five was very good multiplayer. It just didn't catch on the way the. It's just so much shit out there now. I think. That's well, because you know everybody was too uh, stuck on the nuts of PUBG and, and uh, um, what's it called? To me, Fortnite. Halo, Halo, Fortnite yeah. Halo is 10 times better than PUBG. PUBG is you know, and, and, and that's, that's debatable. That's debatable. So, you know, they need to do whatever makes them, you know, popular and they need to add to it. You know what I mean? They, they need to get, you know, some of the best PUBG game, you know, uh, players and Fortnite players in the world to say, you know what? What is it about this game to keep you coming back and coming back and coming back? Mm -hmm. And tell me what you would improve upon. And honestly, that's where you would find your next step from there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, guys, I talking about like moving on from things from Halo 5 to Infinite, like 343 have stated that there won't be any loot boxes in the game. So, I mean, it kind of seems like the wrecks from halo 5 won't likely be returning and that's a good thing in my opinion i never really like gonna be a season pass but yes they seem they do have to make up for the costs in some way so do you guys think that they'll make it up like with some kind of cosmetic battle pass like that um if i can Possible. i was messing around on actually there's a season pass right now on master chief collection if you go in like there's a season like they don't make you buy it but as you play the multiplayer, you accrue points and stuff that actually Damn, help who, you get who's moving their office around, right? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I've already seen they're probably gonna probably do the season pass thing because I mean, there's there's hints to it in the Master Chief collection right now. Yeah, 
I think there's probably going to be a reward system where whether you live, the more you play, the experience goes up. Uh, you know, you can unlock different skins in the game, you know, just certain things rather than throwing in the rec packs or, or some of these battle chests or whatnot that you pay for. Honestly, you know, if, if it was up to me and I, you know, was in charge, I'd throw up real money out there so people can actually win some real money. Because that's a hell of an incentive. You know, I know loot chests and all that, loot crate, that's all well and fine. But if you actually get an, an option for people to win dough, shit. Well, that's what you tournaments know? are for, though. That's what tournaments are for. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about tournaments. I'm but, talking about but, just, you know, being online. Whether it's, you know, uh, you can win, you know, Game Pass Ultimate for a year. Or, you know what I mean? Just something that's perceived yeah. as real cash. You can do stuff cash. like that, I think. But once you start messing around with cash money and you're talking about a bunch of kids. Well, you are, you're, you're, really, you're going to cause you know, a lot of problems. I think a lot of problems are going to pop up. Well, you probably yeah. wouldn't be allowed to do currency. But the Xbox. Well, and, and that's what I said. But there's, there, there's, there's other ways. Right, you could do like yeah. I, I don't to, know. You, know, you could integrate money, it into the Microsoft know, reward program, and you could actually have it yeah. where they give out Microsoft points. Well, they do that now with Game Pass. Well, I think it's similar, right? They do that, yeah. With Game I Play, came up with this idea. System. Yeah, I came up with this I, this idea. The more you play, you know, let's say you do a tournament and you could win an Xbox shirt at the end of the tournament. Whoever wins, you know, it's stuff like that. That can keep yeah, some, some that literally costs $5 to make, but yeah. you know what? I mean, that, that's bragging rights. Yeah, I played, exactly. you know, Halo for, you know, 15 hours straight. Boom, look what I got, you know. Hey, that would be, be a great South, that would be a great shirt, Halo bragging rights, and you can wear it and sport it online and get some, you know, get some attention off that. That would be a well, great idea. Yeah. I think we got a little bit of info, uh, but what really lies what we're gonna when we, when we hear how many maps they have and what they have uh, planned for forge and stuff like that but the the idea to go free to play and um you know 120 frames per second those two things are pretty big if you really look at it because uh as somebody centurion was saying this has never been done on a console and you're right off the bat taking a triple a AAA and you're having that pushed out there at 120 frames per second for those that can play. Uh, that's going to be a question. If it's 4K 120, which I doubt, uh, you can only have a select number of oh, times. I'm, I'm being smart. I'm pretty sure that that 120 is probably going to be, what, 10 dog, 1440p? Yeah, and now, see, if that's the case. If it's 1440p or if it's 1080p, uh, most televisions or a lot of TVs will work under the 2.0 HDMI uh, certification. But uh, that's the question. Um, you're probably going to have a 4K mode, 4K 60. Uh, but just to be in that talk or that 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 uh, that stratosphere is is pretty impressive. And I think yeah. people say, "Well, I want to see next gen, and I want to be wowed." And I, I get that, but that's this is things that PCs do, and that that was never even considered. And now you're getting it, and uh, you're getting it day one. It's a big deal. So uh, I'm very excited to see how it works out. Thinking uh, about it, Joe, real quick, Tim, who are they trying to appeal to at first? I think it's going to be PC, to be honest, because how many people, how many of us already right now have TVs that are even capable, capable of doing that? 
Well, that's why. Well, that's why I said it depends on. Mm-hmm. It depends on really what they're running it at. If they're running it at four K one twenty, yeah, you're talking about one percent of the market that can play that, or mm-hmm. like two, like like a very few amount, because that means you have to have an HDMI two dot one specification. Uh, the LG models C nine and CX have it. A few other TVs. There's like six TVs. I don't know. I can't even name them. But um, and very, very few monitors that do that. Uh, some but, do, but. Um, but Tim, I know what you're saying from a technical standpoint. That you know, 120 frames per second is a great achievement on a console. I'm just saying from a, a consumer's perspective, if if the maps aren't as good as. You know, some of these other maps yeah, of previous Halo games, no one's going to play it. Well, that's the thing. we got to find out how many more maps they have and yeah. if it's diversified and uh, Forge, if they're going to have that. A lot of people are excited. Uh, the size of the maps, it could be the 120 is just designated for Arena. Um, there's a lot of questions. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway, really, if you really look at it, is the free-to-play portion. Yeah, it's um, huge, which, huge. Which is it's telling me, um, I, you know, I think we, I think it's a subject of the future in in, in, the, in, in this podcast. So I'm not going to elaborate yeah. on it. Yeah, I know where you're going. But, you know, <laughs> just look at my my emblem and if two or two, I you see put two, or two together. <laughs> you know, you're looking. It's looking like a four right now. So. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something that nobody's really wanting to put out there, though, which I'm glad is not being brought up this time. Does anybody remember when the uh, Xbox One X launched and PUBG was supposed to be at 60 frames a second and yes. everybody freaking lost their shit and was like, oh, my God, they're going to have an unfair advantage. Now here we're talking about 120 frames a second, and that's not even a discussion at this point. Yeah, one of the best players in PUBG I mean, in general is a console player. What you oh my god! Think it is. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was. It wasn't. I never smoother, saw it as an but advantage. It's not like a it's smoother. Advantage. Um, actually, but yeah, it I kind agree. of became. There was, the, there was people that were complaining about that. Yeah, PUBG no, was were. so yeah. damn glitchy. PUBG. I mean, oh. I put some time into it. You know, I know Rand loved yeah. the hell out of it, but it was so glitchy. Actually, um, the Elite Series yeah, first, first would be first, first, yeah. advantage. <laughs> it was the it was the exact opposite when the uh, when PUBG came out with. Uh, they thought everybody was going to have an advantage playing on the X over the S and the original Xbox One, but then they found out. Because the X loaded all the graphics quicker, you would be hiding in grass and bushes that was on your screen. But everybody on the S and the original Xbox <laughs> One was having pop-in problems. So literally, you're standing out in the middle of an open field because the grass <laughs> and the bushes haven't loaded for them yet. And so here, there's this huge problem of people being able to pick up all the players. Hey, wasn't it funny, though, that they're complaining about the performance on PUBG when the game was still in preview on Xbox? I, it was just funny to me. They were still complaining, you know, the game was in on game preview. preview. Yeah, well, I think that was a lot of to do because also Xbox did. At that time, Xbox had no games, really, literally. And uh, that was something that they were pushing just to kind of offset that statement i mean it was definitely a downtime it was during that downtime that even me and jeremy yeah. jeremy remembers so we mm-hmm. always talk about but um you know that was something that they pushed they pushed like hey it's coming out but it really was in preview so you had this false 
you know, uh, this false sense of, hey, this game is like, it's it's released, but it really isn't, you know, and nobody, yeah. you know, nobody treated it like that. It was in preview. But just overall, PUBG had a, its engine was pretty porked from the beginning. And uh, I think if PUBG uh, releases a new 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 uh, engine and they really go back to square one with what they had, they can get themselves back in a nice uh, in a nice situation with like PUBG two or something like that. But right now, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> PUBG definitely was hurt by those. Just even to this day, those you know those problems. Yeah, there's still a lot of people that play it though. I mean, shit. When they went to mobile, they gained probably about a a good 500 million users around the bat. No, oh, absolutely. Something now, like that. Now, guys, guys I have stopped? to. Oh, go ahead, Centurion. I was gonna say, did you stop and watch the video that was put in the DM where that guy did the skit where it showed Apex Legends, Fortnite, PUBG. And there was a fourth game. It was Call of Duty, where all where it was the same guy playing all four characters, and all four games were arguing with each other on how they were the best. And they told, <laughs> and, and in the argument, PUBG shows up late because it hadn't loaded in yet, and he shows up, and they're like, "Dude, get out of here! You're the game that you can basically reset the app and pick up where you left off." <laughs> well, Call of Duty, when Call of Duty made the move to freedom, that was a big move. They are doing really well. They're in a good place right now in terms of that. And they've picked up a lot of players from, you know, the Fortnites and the, and the Apex. And, uh, you know, and they have the maps. They have the maps, the gameplay, and it's fast and it's furious. And it looks great. And there's a big following for Call of Duty now in, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, because of the free to play. So yeah. I expect the same with Halo. They just got to hit all the uh, all the checkboxes, and that's it. I think it's going to be great. Oh no, absolutely! And now, like talking about like different checkpoints and uh, whatnot. Three four three recently addressed concerns over the demo they presented, and the demo they said was several weeks old. Um, that you know there were graphical elements and polish that are still being worked mm-hmm. on now should guys should we still be concerned about the state of this game because i mean while i mean personally i i like i enjoyed a lot of what i saw at the same time you know there was you know a little bit of polish missing there i get yeah. i get everybody's concerns but you know I, and i and i expected the um the reveal to be much better than what we got but even still i was still impressed with the gameplay and graphics aren't the end all be all, you know. Like yeah. I said, I'm playing Halo Five. I'm having a blast. I play Halo. I play Halo One, and I'm still having a good time, you know. And that's me, though, you know. But I just think uh, it's nothing really to be too concerned about. I think um, you know, if if anybody is worrying about the graphics right now at this point, when you know you still got several months before the game launches, then you need to get your head checked because I mean, come on. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but Corey Balrog that worked on, uh, what's it called, uh, God of War, he said they weren't finished, uh, you know, painting and, 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 and fixing it up and, and, you know, working on the game till the day before it launched. Yeah. And that was yeah. the one that everybody were on their knees giving, you know, service to. So, you know, if, if a world-class designer like that come out and say, hey, you know what? We worked out to the very, very last second. Well, then, Sal, you, know, you, you above all people know that when it comes to the race to the finish by going gold, 
it's like chaotic that last however many weeks it is to go gold. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's insane. You know, yeah, they always talking about uh was it crunch? They always talk about crunch and how, you know, they're working, you know, crazy amount of hours and how they're just pushed to the level. And, you know, it's like, come on. They know what they're doing. They, you know, the yeah. game isn't finished by no. And then and then the, one of the, the developers even came back and said, hey, that's that's an old build already. That, that You know, from yeah. now, that's an old build. So, I mean, come on. You know, and it's also everybody was worried about the gameplay from 343, not the graphics. They've had high fidelity graphics in the past two. They weren't no slouch there. So it was all about the gameplay. And that's what you saw. That's what real Halo fans like. They were talking about the gameplay. They weren't focused on the graphics. Yeah. Even though they critiqued it a little bit, they knew it was coming. So it it just seems like people want to argue and complain just to complain. And you know what? That's Mm. just. That's part for the course these days, especially when it well, comes against Xbox. Yeah, well, that's the feeling that I've gotten, you know, and I kind of just said, you know, it is what it is. Like, that reveal, just the whole reveal was, uh, in my opinion, very good because they showed games that, let's be honest, that people said that they don't have any games. Let's see them. And maybe that they didn't have gameplay. Yeah, sure, but... Uh, the fact that they showed you the roadmap and or most of the roadmap is mm-hmm. should have been applauded, but everything was switched to this Halo thing and Craig and, and a big joke. And, <laughs> Craig, you know, I, listen, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the, the brew, yeah, yeah. Well, just overall, though, what I saw, I really, really thought the, the gameplay was really good, and it looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, there were issues with popping. There were issues with textures possibly loading a little late or not there. Um, yeah, I wasn't even those, worried about that. Those are things though, uh, yeah. that get fixed. Yeah, those are things that really will get fixed. It was running on a PC. Um, not that that's you know negative, but the fact of the matter is, PC doesn't have Xbox. Velocity ar- uh, architecture. So, mm-hmm. that and was it X- even using yeah, the same SSD that's inside the uh, yeah. Xbox? Yeah, no, it wasn't using the technology. It was, it was definitely using an SSD. But you know, so it wasn't total accurate representation. But overall, I think that um, if you're a Halo fan, uh, a lot of people are very hyped. And, I'm and hell, I, most definitely. I wasn't even I'm, worried I'm about the, the gameplay. I was. I want to know who in the hell was playing. Cause that dude was bad. Whoever whoever it was that was playing that demo, that dude was getting down. He was tearing it up. So you know, I want yeah, I want his movie. autograph. Oh, you mean bad? Do you all think this <laughs> I'm thinking like play, Does anyone think this free to play multiplayer is going to go to PlayStation? Just the multiplayer? No, no. If you want to no, reach the no levels of like Call of Duty, Warzone, Fortnite, Apex, yeah. honestly, you know what? No, you know, listen, I, I don't think Since it it's is. not. Game Pass is not required to have this, so it's not them allowing Game Pass on the system. Well, they, they already. Came it'd be out like so. Minecraft, like <laughs> right? But they already just the multiplayer, out. no campaign, they, no. Right, it would have to be like, but I doubt they would do that. But they had came out and they already said that. Uh, 
they will not be on. Game and, Pass will not be on uh, Xbox. Uh, Play- well, not Game Pass, but just free to play multiplayer is what I mean. Yeah. And, and no, let's be honest, all the stuff it, floating it, around. If there, if there was any bit of hint of that going on, that it would have been leaked, and it would be a lot of money being changed hands. That was even, even, even thought of. What if it happened? What if it hit happened? Honestly, like if you want to think about centering us the gamers you know they're, they're sitting around xbox and experience they're using us you know what i'm saying so would it be a bad idea though like it wouldn't bother honestly i, I i'm not okay. that odd i'd get upset if it was on playstation if it yeah, was i don't, on I don't think the free-to-play so, multiplayer would be bad they're free to play they're free to play um, yeah. just to put it out there i don't see it going to playstation reason being uh-huh. that is going to be an advertisement for Xbox on a PlayStation, and Sony is not going to want anything to do with that. Why? Because, sorry, even if it did go to PlayStation, sorry, everyone, it's going to play like crap if it ends up over there. Why? Because it's going to be, it was built for the Xbox ecosystem, so there's probably going to be some issues over there because game developers don't even know how the PS5 really works yet. So I'm just saying right now, the thing, there's though. no way Sony would allow oh, yeah. Xbox to load a, an, a a working advertisement onto the PlayStation ecosystem. Well, for, for the technical mm-hmm. side of things, is the Xbox Inf- Halo Infinite going to work on? <laughs> is it going to work on the on the uh, Xbox One X and the Xbox One S? So if it can work there, it can work on the. Yeah, PlayStation. I don't see why. No, it but no, that no. The reason why I say it's going to play is because it's dirt. If you look at play. Xbox's hardware architecture, there's barely any variables. Over on PlayStation, the whole thing is designed as a variable architecture. You can basically oh, yeah, borrow power be, from the you yeah. can borrow power from the GPU, or you can borrow power from the CPU, or you can borrow it over here. I know what he's talking about. You'd have to make a, a whole new game basically from scratch. Yeah, and you you would have to design that game to work around this floating variable of a hardware that PlayStation has created and Xbox doesn't work like that. Xbox has des- has decided to streamline the game development process and they don't want to have all these variables. Heck, you don't go out of your way to create a cooling solution for your SSD hard drive unless you want to control every variable in that box. And that is something Microsoft has done. They have actually worked out a way to cool the SSD because when SSDs get hot, they actually ramp down, which actually affects loading times. And Xbox didn't want to deal with that. They wanted to have consistency even coming from the SSD. And you're talking about still Halo Infinite, right? Yeah, we're talking Halo Infinite, yes. So it's going to be, I mean... I don't know. I mean, so if they release the specs yet on how it will work on PC, because I'm pretty sure that, you know, Halo is going to be, I mean, PC is a variable in itself. I mean, there's no, I mean, they're able to adjust from Well, with PC, PC. now that's where with PCs, you could go in and actually adjust your settings. Yeah, this is a concept that is new to gamers as we, as console gamers, excuse me, console gamers, especially casual console gamers. The concept of being able to go into the settings of a game and start, oh, well, I want to turn off ray tracing and do this, that, and the other because I want to have more of a frame rate or somebody like Downer and myself, I want all the goodies on because I'm a graphics whore and I want to freaking see everything they could put on it, and but that's going to affect frame rate. So 
we know that we could go in and change these settings, but this is going to be mm-hmm. something that's going to be new to people. And like, come on, how remember when the Xbox One X came out? People were trying to figure out how to just turn on the resolution setting for Gears 5. I mean, mm-hmm. Gears 4. So that's where it was just like, you know, people were like, wait a minute, I have to go into my options and actually turn on this this performance or this resolution mode that will basically change how the game looks and plays. Um, but back on the Halo, there's also a lot of stuff floating around about how I guess some people are trying to perpetuate this thing that just because Microsoft has hired a bunch of uh, independent contractors to help do the game. Um, I don't really see a big issue with that because the game, the game at its core, the people who are building the game at its core are the ones that are passionate about it. And you don't need to have somebody who is hired just to basically paint some detail into the landscapes. Um, you don't need to have somebody like that. That's like, Oh, I, I live and breathe halo. No, you just need to find somebody that can make really detailed landscapes and just tell them what you're looking for. And they can kind of punch that out. Yeah. Perfect example. Centrine would be moon studios or or you wanted to, you know, that was primarily outsourced by different uh, developers. I mean, not different. Well, yeah, different devs. Um, They are hiring people around the country, around the world came together yeah it's on a much larger scale as far as halo uh, Halo infinite um but this, the concept is that's you know he knows how to direct and the game is going to be focused and uh it's going to be running on all on all wheels so i'm just saying by hearing all these independent contractors are being hired it just goes to show microsoft is throwing a lot of money at halo and I, I'm just really hoping that all this money that they're throwing at it pays off and at least can uh, appease the masses as best they can. Well, everyone wants a great story campaign. That's what they want from Halo. And they want the world to be varied. They want the world to be fleshed out. And we didn't get that from – well, four, I liked, I liked the campaign. I lost some of the steam towards the end. But five totally just – I mean, I was not interested in the can, campaign whatsoever. So if you give me a good, uh, you know, a good story in Halo uh, Infinite, I'm all for it. The gameplay, what they showed, looked great. You know, the graphics, even though it wasn't all crazy detailed, um, you know, to me it looked great. It looked fluid. Um, they didn't sell me on the world. And I explained this last podcast. They didn't sell me on the world of Halo. They didn't, you know. And I'm again, I'm going to refer back to that 2003 Halo 2 demo. Go back and watch that, and look how they sold the world. Um, and they didn't do it for me on this time. So outside of, have you ever gone back and actually played Halo five, like the campaign or did you just play it one time? No, I played it. I played it multiple times. It's very gorgeous. Uh, towards the end, the campaign has kind of grown on me. It's weird. I don't know why. So towards the end, I didn't like the whole two, two story arcs and I didn't like all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Locke has me held hostage. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I didn't like the two to- story arc. I didn't like some of the characters in it. To me, the world. You didn't like playing as Lock. Nobody liked playing. Yeah, well, no, nah, I didn't like yeah. playing as Lock either. I-, I mean, the game was gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, you know. But if you go towards the end, watch play some of the ending levels, and they're probably some of the worst in the Halo series. Some of yeah, yeah some of those levels done. towards I the end are pretty bad. Be over. Exactly. Ex- and then, uh, same thing for Gears. 
you know, Gears, it seems like they, they do a good job in the initial part in the beginning and then towards like halfway towards the end of the game, it just falls apart. And I think that's maybe due to development crunch or whatnot, but I think they need to get over that and just create a game that's complete, that's compelling. And uh, the same goes for Halo Infinite. What do you I mean? I think Gears 5 is way more get over crunch, way more compelling than Halo 5. Well, yeah, I mean, because because games are put together so fast at a furious pace, especially towards the end, maybe they lose, you know, I mean, maybe it's not put together the way the first part was put together. Who knows? But I mean, look, well, at, look at Ori 2, for example. What, what was your example? Ori 2. Ori 2, for example, that game from start to finish is an amazing experience. You know, you go back and play wow. – uh, again, you go back and look at Gears 4, Gears 5, um, you know, some of these other Halo games like uh, like 5 and, and I'm sorry, 4 and 5, and they just lose steam. And I think some of the fans maybe in chat and some of these Xbox fans agree with me. You know, some of these games just lose appeal after so many hours. Whether it's the story arc in the game, who knows? But um, I think it just loses steam. And that's what fans want, ultimately. They want a great campaign experience from beginning to end. They want, you know, like God of War. God of War, for example, that had a, a great story in it from start to finish. You now, may start the uh, Guardians um, Legendary on Halo 5, but I just don't I, I just don't see how bad. I mean, people are saying how bad it was. I, I enjoyed the story. No, no. It's okay. well, people didn't like the story. I yeah. didn't protect the the mm -hmm. final boss. The way it ends, it's just it didn't have like I remember when I played Halo. I, I was talking Gears or, or Halo. 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 No, but when, oh, when okay. I when I remember playing, yeah, the, the the robots and tomatoes killed it for me. I like Gears, but <laughs> that's not the story. I want to answer it down to with this whole Gears of War. Th I mean, Gears of War, God of War thing. I'm going to be right out there to say it. I bought the, the stonemason edition or whatever it was like the big old $200 edition for God of war. Um, that sorry. was my first ever time playing a God of war game. I never played the mm -hmm. originals. Call me a fraud. I'm in the bushes, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so, um, but to put it out there, you know if what? You, no, if no, you no, want... but hold on a second. It, it doesn't matter when you start as long as you play it. I, I played it from start to finish. I even tried to like 100% that game. I mean, like, I went all the no, way no, no, to where I got I mean. my I'm ass talking beat about by the Valkyrie Queen if, or whatever she was. No, no, no. I, I'm not, what I'm saying is it don't matter if you start from when God of War first came out to, to right now. You barely got into it now. As long as you played it, regardless of when. What made God of War for me is everybody talks about the story in God of War. Um, the funny part is what appealed to me in this one was the chemistry between Kratos and his son. Well, that's part and, of the story. And, and, and that's that's part of the, but that's part of the story. But let's just put it this way. If you got rid of those two aspects of the story, God of War would have like, you know, that's why I'm just saying it, it kind of yeah. goes more towards you need to have the right chemistry between the right actors and that's yeah. where you get a good story. I, I don't care how really good you are with a pen and, and the stuff you can create. If you can't get the right mm -hmm. actors to act it out, act it out right, yeah. it's going to be very lackluster. And that's one thing that I hope Microsoft does is I don't feel like the stories have been horrible in the Halo franchise. 
I just feel like the way that they have gone about telling these stories isn't exactly, yeah, right. you know, as great as it could be. But and, and you spoke about chemistry. I mean, look at look at Chief and Cortana, and the, the they were the, probably one of the first to do it in in terms of uh, you know, uh, as far as that goes. But it was absent in you know four and five. Let's be honest. It was a little absent. I know why. Because, That's because they changed the dynamic between yeah. Halo and Cortana. Right. But I even mean, between five, Chief and Cortana. Even five, for example, you didn't have that chemistry between, <laughs> between your, your partners. It was almost, it felt like mm -hmm. disjointed in ways. Yeah. You never really got to know your crew very well. Like, you know, like example, Fireteam Osiris. There was no real connection there. And then even with Blue Team, too, with Chief, it's like, you know, a lot of people who follow the expanded universe, they didn't get to know them that well. You only had like two or three missions with Chief throughout the entire game. And it really, well, kind of blew. So. Yeah, and that's, that's what, you had that in the Gear series. And one, two, and three, you had that chemistry. And when four and five hit, it all fell apart. That chemistry was gone. And look, at, look what it did to the game. It just ruined the story arcs. Mm -hmm. it, well, they're trying to kind of create a new chemistry at the same time. And so I guess when you're trying to create a new form of chemistry, you kind of have to kind of, what's the word, kind of hit or miss to get the formula no, right? No, because look at the greatest games throughout history. You know, Halo 1, for example, hey, uh, Chief and Cortana, chemistry right away. Uh, you can do The Last of Us, uh, you know, part one, the chemistry in that one between uh, even the son or daughter. I mean, I'm sorry, the father and daughter. Yeah, the daughter dies five minutes into the game. But for me, it was more like they're trying to create a new kind of chemistry in Gears because, you know, all of a sudden in Gears 4, we now have Dom's. I mean, not Dom's, um, Marcus's son and his friends, and they're trying to bring in this new generation of characters to kind of carry that torch yeah. and that and that's where it's just you know yeah so the thing with chemistry though is once you have it uh you want to play that game beginning to end you at that point the player is totally engrossed into the story and when you lose that chemistry that's what makes it fall apart and makes nobody care about the game mm-hmm all right. I'm curious if they're going to do with Cortana um, in Halo Infinite, and um, I don't know, man. I just want people to chill out, you know, and let's just see what happens. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be. Is I think we're going to have something great when it comes to the campaign for Halo Infinite. Oh, well, bottom line is when it comes down to it, uh, it's all about the love between Chief and Cortana, in my in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I really hope they. But you never know. By the end of the game, she can team up with Skynet, and they will just bring <laughs> down Judgment Day. <laughs> Again, I'm I'll curious. I'm curious to see how they incorporate everything with um, Eshram in there with the banished. You, we again, we really don't know what's going on with the created and Cortana. And then, you know, they talk about Harbinger and, you know, again, it's Zeta Halo. So, and if you look at the expanded universe, the yeah. flood, the flood are going to be there. And I do uh, want to say, Invader, this, the Eshram uh, last part was very, very good, done very well by Xbox. And that one made me. I mean, that saved it. To be honest, I was. I got oh, a lot of people. Oh, yeah. A lot of people complained about the guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? You got come on. But what he said was powerful. It made me want to care about the store. I mean, it just totally engrossed me. 
And oh, I swear, I was watching. I had a full blast in my on my house on my speaker, and I got goosebumps listening to that guy. That's how powerful it was. Yeah. Well, I, guy? <laughs> I, I've had goosebumps since they released that oh, okay. teaser for the uh, banished. I, I, my excitement level has totally topped when I saw that first yeah. teaser trailer for the banished. Okay. Yeah, you know, guys, like. As much as people like to uh, take the piss on that uh, gameplay reveal, and I know there are some graphical hiccups at the same time, I really enjoyed it. I've watched it a lot, and um, I don't know, like, you know, especially with some of the hard times that developers are going through, it's like I'm really excited to see what they have in store. You know, I'm very, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued by the, the open world of Halo. I'm very intrigued by it. I think they could do some great things, especially the add-ons later. You know, we've seen what an open world game can be in The Witcher 3 and in Breath of the Wild. Uh, when it's put together in a, just a solid way with the story elements into it uh, and what it can do to a game. I mean, sing single player is back, believe it or not. And part of the reason it's back is because of games like Witcher 3 and because of games like Breath of the Wild and some of these other Sony games that, oh, yeah. you know, the single player is back. More people are playing them now. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And again, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with uh, Halo, what they'll be revealing in the next, you know, whether it be a couple of weeks, say, we, you know, there's going to be more showing and I can't wait to see whether it be Forge, multiplayer and so on, just more of the open world and what we get to do. But uh, yeah, definitely looking ahead, guys, on a positive note. And you know what, guys, I'm going to move us along and we're going to talk about a game that well, actually we were talking about in uh, like the intros and the opening discussion and grounded has just moved into the game preview on xbox and windows and steam and within 48 hours hours it's garnered a million players wow and in general it seems to be getting a lot of attention for the way that it looks and just the survival mechanics this is a, a fun game from what people are uh how they're describing it now, I know a few guys on the panel have been playing it a bit. I played it a bit in the uh, the Insider Preview. Jeremy, I'll go to you here first. What are your thoughts on the game? Have you been enjoying it so far? I love the game. It has all the addictive elements to be a, a great game. Uh, you know, it has the... Wait, wait, can, can you repeat that? I didn't <laughs> think I heard you correctly. Grounded for what it is is a great game. You know, it has all the bells and whistles of, of just a... Uh, your typical survival game. Um, I think the gameplay is very good, very addictive. It's built for um, for streaming. I mean, you've seen some of the streams in this game about the spiders coming out and some of the holes that you visit. Oh and my god, those spiders! Classic. And when people sh when people see that shit, they automatically gravitate towards that game because it looks fresh and exciting. And um, it, again, it has that addictive element. Yeah, the the game is colorful and fruity. And remember you know, all the backlash of, it got though with the reveal. Now look at oh it. Oh my now. god, I, I mean, wasn't worried about it. I mean, oh, you guys, I mean, it's, it's a kitty. Oh, it's a kitty game. I hope people learn from this shit because look at where we're at now. Look what we're talking about, and it's, it's the talk of the town right now. This I mean, is obsidian. You know what? <laughs> oh, Xbox bought out a city and so they can make kitty They're games. Every time I hear the the, chi the childish graphics um, argument, I tell them to just be quiet and go back to playing Fortnite. 
You guys know from the last podcast, I said watch out for this game. It's going to be uh, one of these games that flies under the radar. That's exactly mm-hmm. my words. And I said it's going to be a great game. Why? Because Obsidian has a track record of, of creating great games. That's what they do. And again, on the surface, it looks like a simple game, but it's really not. It has a very – Oh, no uh, way. Yeah, it has a very deep element to the game, the crafting mechanics, what you can do with your base, the different things that can do, the different gameplay elements. And like I said, it has all these check boxes that it, it crossed off on, and it just creates are you, a- Are you guys playing tonight? I'm playing. I am playing tonight, yeah. And I'm shout playing. out, real quick, I got to throw this in. Shout out to them for adding the arachnophobia button or whatever like you can if you if you if you have a fear of spiders you can just click that little thing and i don't know what it turns into but i'm planning on clicking a that blob i have a plant in my bathroom i can't stand spiders bro like lord of the rings the spiders killed it for me like i have a plant <laughs> in my bathroom right now above my toilet you know nice shelf is all nice and fancy i want yeah, it out of there <laughs> i want it out of my bathroom i'm gonna put this stuff know, in uh, see if thieves was- also just did this for this game they put a, a instant flow option in the options now for people that are scared of deep water so uh-huh. that way if you fall off the boat and you go underwater your character automatically floats get out <laughs> wow there was well, so many of- critics that were saying that oh my god this is the first game you show from obsidian like how how stupid can you be i'm like what do you want yeah. them to do? Cancel it? Totally, you know, disrupt their morale with right. Microsoft, their relationship? It's only 20 people. It's a passion project. I heard uh, so, even, you know, I think Mike McCaffrey even said it, too. He was like, this is not the first game you show from Obsidian at XO19. Yeah. I was like, what? You know what? Yeah, well, I mean, about the whole, the whole thing with uh, Grounded is... Um, forgive me, this is just a theory in my head, but we all did anybody play Fallout 4 and get into the building of Fallout 4? Yes, yes, mm, I'm gonna stand behind. I think Bethesda ripped off Obsidian. We all know grounded, um, like they, we all know Obsidian did. Uh, we voice all, actors. Well, we were well, Obsidian did Fallout New Vegas. And then after that, it stagnated, and eventually we got Fallout 4. I think Obsidian probably went to Bethesda and said, hey, we want to put this in our game. And they hey, were man. like, hey, dude, I'm saying, dude, the minute I was loaded into that game, I knew instantly what to do. Instantly what to do. I didn't even... I just was loaded into that game, started crafting, building. I have a freaking castle right now, dude. I mean, like, I have literally oh. taken over a small chunk of this area. I have built up <laughs> fortifications. I have a freaking house on a freaking nice. hill. I mean, now, I have gone to town. I want you to think about the possibilities of this game. This game can be huge. What happens if you're going to be able with future, uh, you know, future download DLC, whatever you want to call it with the game. Imagine going into the home. Imagine going into the neighbor's yard. Imagine going across the street, trying to get across the street with cars coming by. I mean, just different. The, the possibilities are endless with this I game. I really do see him doing that. To the strip mall. Yeah, to the <laughs> Well, actually, now here's the funny part. I What if it transitions into the house? It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a lot of potential. This guy's um, the limit with this game. So, I think it has the ability to be something special. 
Now, even, I'm, even not Mr. State. I'm not Mr. Spoiler here, but have you guys found Burgle yet? Mm, no. I told you I was having a hard time trying to make an axe. Who is Burgle? <laughs> Burgle is the robot that they advertised oh, yeah, when it came out. And yeah, okay, he, so he, does he attack you? I saw Jez put it up. I think no, no, he does not. Okay, so Burgle is basically a Tom Nook. That's the best way I can describe him. He's a because what I mean, the hell is Tom Nook? Well, I'm not the only one. Here. Animal culture. <laughs> Oh, Fuck. but yeah. As soon as he was all like, "Hey, would you like some upgrades for your base?" and then you see some of his prices, you're like, "Oh my god, are you and Tom Nook hitting each other up on the side? What, what's going <laughs> well, you on here?" Find those research centers and and upgrades of uh, some of your research. Well, what it well what it is is um so a lot of they don't really touch on it, but if you ever do anything, have you ever seen the little purple thing that pops up and shows you numbers? Yep, that's what you're. That's, that's what you spend that, that money on. That's yeah. That's your raw science. And you take your raw science to Burgle, and he takes that raw science and converts it into you being able to. Uh, that was the first thing I cashed in on was being able no, to to manufacture no, two story bases. You guys are way ahead of me, man. I, I've been oh, eating, I've been, I'm eating shrooms and thing. drinking dirty water. Trying to see <laughs> oh, dude, I got the whole area mapped out. I mean, like every morning I wake up, I leave oh. my base. I got to go hike over to the local juice box, get some juice and a little bit of fruit and stuff. And then I start, a, you know, it's kind of like this system that you start creating while you're playing the game of like, oh, all right, I got to go get some food and water real quick before I can look for anything. You guys are going to laugh at this. This is the issue that that game grounded did and it launched the way Sea of Thieves should have launched. Yes. Exactly. It it had an underlining depth to the game, a very addictive element to it. It launched the way Sea of Thieves should have launched. And that's that's what one of my gripes was with with Sea of Thieves. Um but yeah, Grounded is a great game. I'm glad it's on Xbox. It's one of these games where it's most well needed. So it's definitely a great, uh, a great addition to the team. And Obsidian has a hit on their hand. They really have a hit on their hand. Like, well, it's, it's, it's and yeah. It's, I'm no, I was just, go ahead, Tim. No, no go ahead. Go. So yeah, I, I was just, just gonna say with all the stuff that me and Tim Downer are talking about, I still have yet to figure out how to make a level two axe. Oh man! I mean, you're you're just like looking at certain plants. Like I'm gonna cut you down one of these days. That's right. When I figure it out, you're gonna be the first one to get cut down. (laughs) Well, it just shows you how deep the game is. I mean, as far as its, uh, you know, its its um popularity is. This is a preview game, and it is already you're getting clips all over the place of people uh, screaming fighters. Yeah, the spider one, the whole one he's running, he kills a little spider and then he turns back and his <laughs> over his face. Um, but yeah, the game has lent itself to streaming too, uh, as Sea of Thieves did. So that in itself is going to always get eyes put on it. Um, it already, it made for the week. It was the top revenue uh, game of uh, Steam for global. It's I think it's still number one. Really? Uh, the the rea- yeah, the reaction has been pretty crazy. Nobody expected this. This game is maybe twenty percent at most done, and it's already, as you can hear, a super elaborate game. The thing about this game, like Jeremy touched on, 
there's so much this could push. This could push, uh, you know, into into the house. It could push, um, you know, it it, 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 they could have a dog in the yard, and yeah. this, you know, there's so many things that that can that can put this world and expand on it. That you're looking oh, at shit. one of another t- tentpole franchises that Xbox has. That's you know, uh, of this type of game. And, you know, we talk about Xbox and there was a time when they said they have no games, they have no RPGs, they have all the Halo, uh, Forza, you know, uh, you know, whatever. That statement itself is gone. You have now Grounded, Sea of Thieves, Halo still, Forza still, but, uh, you know, Forza's getting a remake, Fable's coming. The amount of variety that's coming... Uh, really is making Xbox, uh, you know, uh, a place where you can, a place to look at if you want variety and you want, um, you know, RPGs. The best RPGs look like they're going to be coming to Xbox. Yeah, Fantasy Fantasy started with a good announcement. You know, that's the new version. Um, So, and uh, you're talking about Grounded. Now I'm thinking about Landscapers, Exterminators, you know, Playground weapons. (laughs) That would be great. Kids running around. Bird picks you up and lands you in like a park or something. That thing, it's just I want to be able to ride a bee. Yeah, full on, yeah. honey. I show the kids. I want to ride a bee. Man, it's got a lot of potential. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> last time. So. Don't get sued. <laughs> Disney gonna sue somebody. Oh yes, my sir. god, dude. That right now, Disney should be grateful that all of a sudden there's nostalgia for Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and there's now a whole new generation of people that are finding out about a, a really great movie that exists. Yeah, well, you know what? They, they started uh, uh, working on a new iteration of that. I don't know if it's gonna be a TV show or a new movie, but they announced it a few months day, ago. But could you really talk Rick Moranis? Like that's what I mean. Like Rick Moranis and the the guy who played the next door neighbor, I forget his name, but he was another big actor. Just those two guys, and just the whole. I mean, like, how could you really top uh, what you got back then? See, that's one of those things why I say actors can make the difference on any movie. And back in those days, I feel like there was a much more heavy emphasis on finding good actors for the right role. Rather than nowadays, it's like, oh, we could just CG that in. It's all good. You know, Centurion, I was lucky enough to see that movie in the theater when it came out. Oh, dude, I was too it young was for that. So good. I was it was so good. good. Where did <laughs> Vader, Vader go? <laughs> Vader. He's coming in. He's trying to show. I'm around. He's like hey, the dude, dark He's playing he grounded right now. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm behind the scenes. You know, I'm trying to get everybody in here. So uh, <laughs> oh, let everybody talk. South uh, back now. Everybody's, you know, stepping their game up. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. What did you do? <laughs> well, well, what did you do? do that bright I, green Xbox logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about my Xbox logo? Uh, I love your Xbox logo. I'm saying right now, uh, Southbound's is screaming at me. I mean, you just want to pick that thing up and walk around with it. Yours That's is right. a it's like, it's, it's like it's, it's Xbox heaven. 
<laughs> I'm just waiting for the doors to open. I gotta get me one of those. Uh, Jer- Jeremy's got one. South uh, is over there with Everybody's his gamer got pick. The light up Xbox. Phil, Phil's, Phil's in the back room there. <laughs> <That's what laughs> <it is. laughs> uh, I like how that Xbox bubble, bubble just molds to South's big old fucking head and neck and his. his, uh, his uh, <laughs> he, looks, he, looks, he looks like he's welcoming you into something. Back, baby. Welcome back. That's that, to that's my right. Xbox. Hey. Room. Well, welcome to the X room, Mr. Green. Let's yeah. do you want Halo. You know, from a distance, this wall. from a distance out, uh, you and Thomas Mahler kind of look alike. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you, too. Hey, you know what? You know, I just need the, the long ass uh, um, pipe, long uh, pipe, the, yep. bank. the Gandalf pipe. South, <laughs> Southbound's new thing is going to start being uh, to uh, impersonate Thomas Mahler. Wondering if only I can do Southbound his accent, confession. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Uh, moving on from Grounded. Uh, we'll go on to uh, some rather surprising news that came out a couple few days ago. And Battle Toads. Yes, the Toads will be releasing on August 20th. And uh, a few days ago, Xbox released a trailer for it. And there's definitely a bunch of like stuff to kind of extrapolate here. And uh, Megatron, I'll start with you first on this one, pal. Like, what do you think of Battletoads? Does it look uh, like a fun beat-em-up? Yeah, it looks like a great game. You know, something that's not on my radar, but, you know, it's just something that you're, you know, kind of half, you know, happy to have. You know, it's coming out uh, late August, right? They don't have an exact date here. Uh, 27th, uh, right? Is it to 27th? Yeah, because there's three or four games coming all in. in, uh, Is it? I just say it no, says think, late uh, August 2020. It's either the 27th or 28th because there's four games 20th. all coming in succession. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. The animation looks, you know, again, looks better than, you know, what they showed originally. But, like, I've never really got into Battletoads, you know, but uh, I'll definitely try it out. And I'm thinking it's going to be a Game Pass game also. Um, oh, yeah, of course. But why they didn't release it, you know, show it during their um, showcase. Um, back on uh, 26th of last week, um, go figure. I just think probably didn't have any room. He had so much to announce, and they only had that. They were only playing with an hour time frame. So, but um, it's still a nice little announcement, you know, to bridge us into uh, August, you know, and uh, see what's in store. But uh, it's it's Battletoads, you know. I've like I said, I never got into it, but uh, I'll play it, you know. So, cool art design, humor. Yeah, I think they they went about um, just just to make a point. They went about uh-huh. this reveal and the way they went about this was uh, kind of quiet and smart. I uh-huh. think they handled it uh, in a good way, and um, yeah, it actually looks pretty. If you like video games and like old style type games, uh-huh. uh, I think they catch a lot of. Uh, well, they 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 it, it hits on a lot of points. It's it doesn't look like. Um, you know, it looks like a, a smaller game. Obviously, it looks very colorful, but it looks like it's fun. It looks like it's uh, reminds me of, um, well, like the mini games and everything near Automata, um, in, in in a weird kind of way. Um, but you know, it's it's a, it looks like a classic video game, and um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Xbox is having a, it was another game that was ridiculed and made it's fun of. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, it seems like these games, like you can't, you can't always, you know, you, you gotta wait until the game's ready, 
and uh, I'm I'm definitely excited that it's coming to Game Pass. I'll be Who's making it? it? I'll at least try it yeah. out. Oh, Rare's making it. I did notice Rare and Zalala. Well, no, no, no. I know Rare is making it, but who's who are they subletting it to? I think it's Zalala Studios. The only one. What were you saying, Shock? I'm sorry. The most biggest complaint I hear is that what they did to the uh, female character and that she's not showing <laughs> her cleavage like she was in the old games. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, 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 it's a new world these days. You can't be doing the same shit you're doing in the 80s. Yeah. Early 90s. Well, I'll buy that for a dollar. To an extent, like, to be <laughs> honest, though, like, no, I, I understand. She kind of looked like a dominatrix back in the day. But um, at the same time, she is really toned down, <laughs> like, at the same yeah. time. Like, it's like a complete 180. The same character. I was a, I was a little maybe, disappointed when they uh, well, announced that yeah. it's going to be a uh, couch co-op. I'm kind of wondering, figuring why they didn't decide oh, to have it. Yeah, why didn't they do full-on, you know, uh, co-op online? Who knows? Maybe uh, the girl is going to be a, a tranny toad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You guys, none of you laugh. Wow. Anyway, um, so I, you're gonna, you guys are gonna be surprised. Battletoads looks great. In my opinion, it actually looked great. The trailer sold it, and it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, it's not going to be one of these triple A, even a double A experience. It's going to be one of these games. Look what a game no, like it's gonna pass the time. Yeah, look look what a game like Castle Crashers did for the market at the time. You know, Streets of Rage it, even. Look yeah, at how we Streets, Streets, Streets of Rage the new came out. And that back. So people want those retro games. And can you imagine if Battletoads would have came out and it looked like you know these realistic crap? It would have got laughed at. So I think Rare did the right thing uh, as far as the art direction goes, creating a game like this. Um I tell you one thing, it does have all the gaming genres, like you know, the 2D platformers, side scrolling shooters. It does that really well. So I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah, it has a nice art style in it. Um, I'm gonna look forward to those boss battles, um, couch co-op with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean it's, it's interesting for, to say the least. So I was very yeah. I was actually pleasantly surprised. From what I've seen from Battletoads, and yeah, uh, that was what I noticed about it too. Was the that's why I said Nier Automata is like those different things that you do. Whether it's you know, um, I saw one of the, it was just this, this different games within the game, mm-hmm. and I thought that was uh, a, yeah. a, a good representation of it. It definitely reminded me of, and you know. Neo Automata, you know, it's just because I just reminded of the little mini games and how you yeah. become a spaceship. Like, it looks like they had that too. But well, um, some of the old Battle Toad, like one and two, had that element in it. Like, there was a flying level in the original Battle Toad, there was a bicycle level where, you know, it's just. So it kind of harkened back to the old Battle Toad games. Yeah. The old Battle Toad games were pretty goofy. So I think it got I, that element. And it definitely looked a lot better than it originally revealed. Uh, they look much sharper graphics. Colorfuls really pop. Um, it is that type of art. So, you know, it is that. It's not going to change into a realistic game. 
Um, it, it, you know, at its core, I think that uh, they possibly have, have done an, another good job here. In, uh, yeah, I, think, I think being, you hit on nice. and I think people are going to be surprised by this game when it comes out for what it is. You know, I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, like the art style has grown on me uh, a bit more since they uh, did the reveal trailer. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sold on the way that they did the to the battle toad models per se. But again, I'm willing to give it a chance, and I'm a you know I'm I'm a huge battle toads fan going back to the day, so I I can't wait to try it. So, yep. Definitely, guys. So, all right, fellas, we'll move on to the next topic. And apparently, Xbox Game Pass isn't a huge profit for Xbox right now. According to Xbox head of marketing, Aaron Greenberg, they're still early on with the service and just starting it out. And that, you know, it may be costly in the short term, but that it will ultimately pay dividends in the long run. And that right now they're focusing on adding more value to, to the subscription service, such as xCloud. Uh, Eric Shockley, I'll start with you on this one, bud. Uh, do you think Xbox's strategy on over-delivering on value will pay off for Game Pass? Wait, wait, before you get started, Shock, who said who on this panel said that Xbox Game Pass was so was really profitable? Come on, fess up now. Nobody. Uh, uh, what game pass is probably? Look at the last uh, margin that range. I've made complaints about cheap how cheap much cheap. money that service yeah. can make when it's in full swing. There yeah, it well, it's it's completely a fly the fly they call it the flywheel effect, where as time goes on, subscriptions go on and they mature, as in what what's going on with. Uh, you know, Game Pass right now, and, and you even see it, uh, you know, when people are converting over for a dollar, you know, the, the end result is, you know, they want to have, a, you know, you, me, everyone on this on this this podcast and everyone listening paying either $10 or $15 a month, and that's the way they're going to make their money. There's going to be, I don't think that there's going to be these year um, subscription uh, things. I think they just want to put you in a Netflix or, uh, uh, you know, a Netflix type model. Um, but yeah, Game Pass, just, just overall, 67% um, percent year over, over this last quarter, revenues have been 67% up year over year. And for the full year, them being down 39% hardware uh, and still being able to claim a 2% revenue, uh, you know, percentage uptick uh, because of everything with Game Pass just shows you how powerful and how lucrative Game Pass is becoming. And, and people forget they're, they're trying well, to... You know what? Let me, uh, let me ask you guys a question. Well, well, right now, they're trying to buy in to all these different uh, game companies to say, hey, join Game Pass. Yeah, we're, we're going to you know give you guys money up front. You know what I mean? But at, in, in the end, that's when they're going to get their money on the back end. So right now, they have to take the bullet. They have to bite the bullet up front. But in the end, you know, it's gonna it's gonna just game busters after a while because and, you know Xbox needs 
you know, the Take Two, the the Activision, you know, Ubisoft. They need all these big companies on on board for them to have the the best games on right. Game Pass, or make themselves so big internally, like get Warner's Brothers and Bungie, and actually be able to just single handedly uh, support the service on your own and have some because yeah. in, in deb- yeah. independent developers go there just for the you know for the curation and and the viewership of, of it you know there's been many cases they say oh our game's been looked at this many more times and they've gotten this many more purchases so you still get independent developers and a lot of people who are saying you know you're bringing up the same concern like you were or talking about it but these third party big triple a's aren't coming day and day with game pass you have to wait you know, three to six months on on certain titles, sometimes a year. Uh, so I think that it's it's uh, you know, it's it's a good system. It's it, it's you know, people brought up the sustainability and the option that you can't rely on third party, which is you know something that you never want to you know be able to do. But if they keep building the Xbox Game Pass studios, um, you know, or game studios, well, they always bring up fine. You know, I think in the long run that that's the I mean that's the way that the game pass is heading. You know, yeah. they have to they have to get all these big companies, you know, on right. board. Well eventually it's gonna be their first party studios that are cranking out game after game. A ballot's coming out, Hellblade too, like all those yeah. games once they're get turning. Well well, well once once they game. see that hey, Xbox is doing it and they're flourishing, you know what? Because you gotta figure it. The games yeah, that not mo- mo- most people aren't going to buy anyways, might as well give a shot on, on Game Pass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why, South, that's why buying Warner Brothers makes sense. Because if you can implement that into Game Pass, you know, you're going to have Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Studios throwing out games every single month for Game Pass. They get and the Batman license on it. Yeah, and well, well they, they they would have to come when it comes to something like that. It, they would have to have some kind of exclusive rights to the to the IP, you know, licenses for you know at least a couple of years. But that's why Netflix is king, South. It's because of the content they continually <laughs> dish out every every week. You know, that's because they they you know the content they dish out every single month. You can go online right now and check the schedule of, of, of new seasons and new content that's coming out from Netflix every single month. And I think you're going to see that come Xbox one day. Uh, you know, that's what that's why we when we said in the past, but buying Sega uh, makes sense because, you know, you automatically have an instant library. You know, buying Warner right. Brothers makes sense because, you know, you have, stu- you have on top of that, you get like, what, four or five studios, maybe more than that. Uh, I think it's even seven studios, right, Tim? Anyway, um, <laughs> when you have that, you can start dishing out content. And when once that happens with Game Pass, you're gonna see it take off like like you'll, no you'll other. Have, it's going to exactly. appeal to more third party. Yeah. Once you right. go that, well, once they, you have and, that. You know, was right yep. now what, about 200 games. Once it starts to grow, let me tell yeah. you, it's gonna nobody be wants to be the guinea pig. Nobody wants to be the first one exactly. to say, "All right, I'll I'll be the first one to, to bite the yeah. bullet and and you know sign up for it." You so know, and, and, and they they need a, a program in place to say, "Hey, you know what? 
Xbox bought you know Warner Brothers, and look at it's they're doing great. So they they need that. They they need to see somebody else. Yeah, so, Warner Brothers is like uh, just to answer your question. I actually hit. Uh, I was hitting the hitting one button, but it, it knocked me out. But uh, yeah. it's more, it's more like a. I think it's a. Ton, it's like a uh, like a bunch of them, um, with like three big 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 ones. So. Uh, it, it yeah. would be something that, yeah, you could pop out games with them every year. You know, the option is, is what they keep saying is they want to be able to drop a game every quarter and, you know, be a big game. You know, when, uh, when XCloud hits, it's going to open them up even to other so, bigger markets like Japan, um, Europe. People that have an Xbox, they can just use their Android or possible awesome. iPhone. The billions yeah. of uh, gamers they want to reach. That's what. That's the whole plan. That's what. Let me check out. The, you know, campaign. Let me just you know get a free trial on my phone, and they don't even need an Xbox or PC to try it out and see if they want to join in. So, so back in October, November of last year, I decided to come out and say that um, oh, Xbox had a. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bro. I came out of the closet and let every know or let everybody know that Xbox, from what I have read and my determination, has a supposed 9.5 million users. I mean, excuse me, subscribers, not users. And I was pretty much attacked for saying that because people were like, there's no way there's that many people in Game Pass. Well, Microsoft came out this year and said there's at least 10 million subscribers floating around in that subscription service. And when I did the math, um, we're talking about when everybody is done with their dollar deals. We're not talking about right now. We're talking two, three years down the line when everybody has no longer been able to coast off of I went out and bought three years of Xbox Live Gold and got three years of Game Pass Ultimate and blah, blah, blah for a dollar. So let's just get right. Three years from now, if so Game you're, Pass... You're talking about paying customers. Well, three years from... Yeah, paying customers, not users, actual subscribers. Um, three years from now, when that is done and over with and Game Pass with um, xCloud is in full swing, if people were only paying $10 a month, I know we're paying $15 a month, but still at $10 a month, which is the lowest price you can get into Game Pass for right now, Game Pass is making somewhere close to $1.2 billion a year. So well, that's not chump change. That ain't ch <laughs> and that's basically just running a subscription service. You're making $1.2 billion. Now, let's assume that, you know, like like the next best game from Xbox gets sold at $60 and they sell 5 million yeah. copies, you know, so that only puts you at the $300,000 range. So that means you could be releasing a large amount of IP and uh -oh. you don't have to worry about the you're, success you're of that buying. IP. Huh? I was botting. You were botting there for a second. Yeah. You sounded clear on my end. Wow. Yeah, he's not good on my end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that Montana internet. Anyway, oh, so, that, that Montana, oh, you know, that Billy Goat. They connection. still lay in they still lay in fiber optics. <laughs> they are. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's but a anyway, bad connection. Anyways, I'm just saying that Game Pass is going to be a major source of revenue. And what people mm -hmm. can't handle is this is how Xbox does things. And they this is actually one of the saving graces for the Xbox brand. I mean, 
I can only imagine what this sounded like to uh, Nadala when Phil Spencer uh, pitched it to him saying, hey, I imagine the Netflix of gaming and people coming into a, um, a situation where they can, you know, get these games and they all pay a, a subscription service and fast forward now. And we're literally talking well, about well, I, a lot I know of they money. Don't like, they don't like to refer to themselves as the quote unquote Netflix of gaming. But oh, I mean, yeah. what else can they really, you know, compare See, themselves to? That's the other thing. And, I can't call them And the thing the is, with Xbox or, or Microsoft, they got the money to 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 bite the bullet and play the long game and not just give up after, you know, a couple months or whatever. You know, we're, we're going on, how long has it been Game Pass? Three years now? And yeah. it's still growing. Oh, yeah. Game Pass, I think they're... They want, I would say, this is not what they told me or anything, but just for putting two together. Yeah, wink, wink, hint, hint, nod, nod. No, no, <laughs> but I think that they would want, they, they're going to want, and there's going to be a point where Xbox Game Pass is more profitable, bigger than Xbox brand itself. Or Xbox, other or what other activity Xbox it can mess does. around and beat Microsoft's nah, biggest you know, period. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, it could it could take over, um, you know, Windows. To be honest with you, you think about you know like huge. a lot of a lot of like a lot of us, you know, our first introduction, you know, into you know Microsoft is going to be gaming, and um, yeah, I think it, it definitely has potential of saying you know being the the the, uh, the hot shot of the table. You yeah, know. and I, I, I think just to, to the point up what you were saying, Megatron, there was also a time where Satya kind of pressed Phil for you know, uh, you know, try to build Xbox into something that fits within our mission statement, which is basically subscriptions and services and stuff like that to make money. And I think Phil, for a long time, had a you know basically sway Satya in a way to keep Xbox. I think there was a real chance that Xbox could have, you know, could have been in a lot worse situation, but mm-hmm. you know, people like to, to hate on Phil and say, get him out and certain people, not everyone. Um, you know what? That- I know that for a few years ago, they, they kept saying, oh, you know, Xbox could be sold off. I don't think it ever yeah. really got close to that. But you know, I mean, there but he was, sold, he I sold don't think it got you. close to that. But when somebody makes a comment like that in the boardroom, like, I well, mean, I yeah, that, that, saying, that, like, you that never want to hear it brought up. That yeah. could be extrapolated, you know. No, I, th- I you, think you hear that, and it could be ran away, you know, ran off. Right. It. But I think overall, what, what, what happened here is he sold Satya, and that's the beginning of, of, X, of Xbox Game Pass. But the thing here is, is that. It's been growing, and they've been doing such a great job with it that if you just look at Netflix and you even look at even Disney Plus and these other streaming things, and, and Xbox is in a, in a situation where they're the only ones really doing it, they're mm-hmm. gaining the mind share and trust of of, of everyone, uh, especially people that are casual. Um, to be called cool, the Netflix of gaming, in my opinion, is not an insult. It's actually... It's a good thing because the Netflix right now is the biggest, you know, way to subscription that you can get. Well, for, yeah, for of course you want to be compared to the biggest in the business. Right. So People always mm-hmm. try to make the correlation that Netflix is actually an unsustainable thing, and that's where I at least have to say 
Microsoft is not codependent on Game Pass. They have no, it doesn't make or break them. Yes, it doesn't make or break them. They have multiple Mm -hmm. avenues of generating revenue to support whatever programs or subscription services they create. And that goes back to what I was saying. Netflix is Netflix. That's all they got. Not just, you know, oh, damn, we're going to run out of money. And, you know, if it just doesn't happen in the next six months, you know, they they can withstand a a hit, you know. And that's why I I think they need to go to these big companies and say, hey, listen, obviously, we don't know how much they're offering per you know, per unit or, or per game, you know, obviously certain games you have to, you know, really break up the, the bank right. book, mm-hmm. but you know, they, they need to figure out what works for, for both sides, you know, because if you got Xbox, you know, advertising it, and then you got, you know, a big third party company advertising it, they're unstoppable, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then you got to take a look at their competitors too. I mean, obviously, you know, there isn't any, Nintendo's kind of backwards with their online to begin with. Uh, Stadia is not exactly off the ground. Uh, PlayStation, I mean, they are the next one, but PS Now is not exactly what you would call a real competitor. So they're unique in what they're doing. Yeah, Stadia was. Yeah. Way, I also you know, don't I'm think the, you get. I don't think you get the diversity from the other players on the field that you get from Xbox. That's why I have to laugh at this narrative that Xbox has no games. If you can't come over here and find a game, then I don't think you're gaming. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that that's been over and done with. That's been now. It's changed to, you know, no gameplay or it doesn't. It's, look kind of it's funny when people compare like Game Pass to PS Now, and you look at all PS Now's featured games, and all of those yeah. games were on Game Pass over a year ago. Yeah, or yeah. a lot of those games, control. A lot of those games are like backwards compatible and Xbox, you know, they have a ton of like uh, you I, know, I'm just that. I'm just wanting to say like let's look at the Sony show. What game did they open up with on the Sony show? Miles Grand Morales. No, yeah. no, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Theft Auto. I mean, oh, yeah, the first true. game like they showed was show, a game but, that was yeah. released on the PS3 era. <laughs> yeah. wow. Could you imagine if Xbox did some stuff like that? But apparently oh, Xbox does, doesn't do good shows. Uh, well, I, you I always say it's a curve. You you always say, the truth of the matter is, is, is Xbox got himself, I mean, you could argue got himself in this position, but the curve that they are judged on is definitely more hostile than, like, let's say Sony would have. Whatever they do is is micro, micro, you know, micro, you know, microscoped, and whatever they do also mm-hmm. is, you know, it's 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 the end all, you know, it's you know, all the stuff that you hear, and then the other the flip of the coin, somebody else does something like Sony, it's like there's not questions or there's this, like right now what I see with Xbox is like these people concerning. Oh, saying it's not sustainable or they have so much concern or the best one yet, they're taking Xbox off of Game Pass. That means Game Pass is just going to run the whole company and, and Xbox is going away. I mean, seriously, you have people... Except pushing, for the X is still there. <laughs> yeah, you, you have people that are pushing these such stupid narratives that it's just it's mind-boggling that it's even getting to this it's gotten I, this. I can't wait till there's a certain time when someone can come actually out and say man you guys are idiots what the hell made you think all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah xbox is suddenly going away guys uh yeah, playstation did it 
<laughs> My phone's not yeah, an Apple right. phone anymore because it's just an Apple on the back. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, See, no. actually, how are they gonna know? If you really think about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Well, what's that latest rumor that the Apple's going out of business? Their phones or something? Like, oh, oh, they're not going God. out of business. Those got <laughs> those. Got, they just got to have to do some restructuring with their stores. That's it. But um, so big that yeah, there's no problem there. Oh, they're definitely not going. Now, away. I just want to point out that isn't it interesting on how everybody seems to think that PlayStation just caters to the fans when if you really look at the the two companies microsoft and sony microsoft is in more of a position to cater to the fans because they have the bank flow to actually do that where sony has to make decisions based on they are severely codependent on the success of playstation and so therefore they're not going to really always weigh the consumer's opinion and what they want they're going to look at their bottom line on the revenue that they can make if they kind of pivot and adjust the way they do things. And I do really see um, PlayStation taking notes on what Microsoft and other companies are doing because they see all this revenue and Sony is very code. I mean, very codependent on the success of PlayStation. So why not want to make more revenue with your product? <clears throat> Does that make sense when it comes to being able to cater to fans? I just feel like Microsoft is in a better position to cater to fans. Well, I think that I think well, that um, if you're comparing apples to oranges, you know what I mean. <laughs> we all, I mean, hey, listen, you know, we're all just fans, and we can sit here and and guess and and speculate till the end of time. But we all know that Microsoft has more money than Sony, and that's just not being fanboys. Come on. I mean, who who who's gonna outlast? Yeah, right. that's not even a rhetorical. That's not a rhetorical question. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, I think I think in Sony's case, the games going to PC is something that absolutely makes sense for them. Maybe not day and day. Well, yeah, but... and remember how many Sony fans are like, "Oh, that'll never happen." And three months later, look what happened. You know, it's just like it's inevitable. That's just the way the games industry is going. You know, it's like go with the change, or it's gonna it's gonna steamroll you. See, that's why I think if 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 Game Pass really does get the success that we're talking about, I could definitely see Sony if they just made their games day and date. It is a big step, and it might be something that they can't do now, but in the future they can. You know, with the games that they push out, they'd be instantly. In a in a great position with with their service PSN uh, whatever PSN, mm -hmm. um, so I honestly feel Microsoft is, is ahead of the. They've always been ahead of the you know of the ball a lot of times, and you know upcoming our next topic we're going to talk about. Uh, that's just another thing that that I just think that they're just way ahead of of what you know of what's going on sometimes to their. To their disadvantage, it hurt. It mm -hmm. hurts them. I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm I'm so out of the loop right now. I'm reading TikTok, you know, <laughs> in, 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 uh, breaking news from uh, Jez, and I guess he's saying that they're really officially in the talks with. Uh, Are they really gonna buy it? Wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm, well, I think it's there's a. Lie, to be honest. Okay, so I've been reading a lot. The only problem is, is uh, the powers that be that you know we won't mention names, but the U.S. government. Uh, one particular in the person, actually, uh, the president decided to come out and make a comment saying that he would rather see TikTok banned 
So they're wanting more clarification on what he said before they, they really it. because they need some clarification. Well, on, they did talk. They, they, they talked to Satya. Satya talked to Nadella. It's been reported that he talked to Trump, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he whatever he heard. Uh, the bottom line is is that they, the the government doesn't want it to be a security ri- uh, risk, and if they, if Microsoft does purchase it in whole. Uh, the security risk, obviously, as we know, goes away because Microsoft's an American company. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, listen, uh, I, I don't know how much money that's going to be uh, or if it's going to affect uh, them going after Warner Brothers. But being that it is a foreign co- company, they can have its offshore money. And as you learn with my, Minecraft, oh, yeah. any money that's sold or bought and from uh, another country is basically tax free because of I guess all the money that they they put in the um, whatever there's just a, a loophole or whatever you want to call it so I really think it's going to get done and quite frankly I think it's going to be a good thing for them they're going to make mm-hmm. a lot of money off especially of if Satya is on the phone with Trump I mean that says a lot you know, <laughs> I guess, I guess well, he's on the phone because, because he could he could see the freaking. He, listen, if TikTok is going the way it's going, and mm-hmm. TikTok reminds me of Facebook in 2007, mm-hmm. uh, and you look at Facebook in 2007 where you had, uh, uh, let's say 2008 when its stock was was released or its IPO came out. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's, it's I don't triple. I don't see TikTok's uh, longevity like. Like a Snapchat or you know or Instagram, I don't I don't see it lasting as long as those other ones. So you think Maybe. it's more trendy? I, like, I don't. It, it, it keeps it keeps up with trends. It's very trendy, and there's always new trends it's coming addictive. out. And Is my wife, my wife, and her friends live on TikTok, and I mean, like, I have literally seen it where you can hand somebody a phone with TikTok mm-hmm. on it, and they will be entertained for hours. I'm so it, it's weird. It's so it's true. TikTok. Yeah, Listen, I, I honestly don't know much about it. But it seems like it's not as. It. <laughs> it's not yeah, honestly, it, it, it's very popular. It's very popular with kids, mm-hmm. um, and very very popular with like teenagers. Very popular with kids, um, but the thing is, is that. If Microsoft was to buy them, they don't. They shouldn't lay off a freaking person. Uh, um, that's, actually, that's working there. No, actually, people. I'm not trying to interrupt, but I wanted to actually kind of put it out there. One of the concessions that's being made on TikTok uh, to basically survive what they're going through. One of the concessions that they have put out is that they want to have uh, ten thousand jobs added in the next three years. Yeah, they're not talking about layoffs. They're actually talking about how they want to make the company bigger and get more people employed, especially with what's going on with the pandemic and everything. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing they're trying to do is saying, like, no, we'll we'll have like more people hired. Please don't can us. Yeah, I I saw that. And uh, listen, I just think in Microsoft case, it makes so much sense for it to happen because. Again, you're not if you're spending, let's say it's a hundred billion that they're buying for it. Uh, you know, you don't have that tax implication on it. You don't have that thirty percent hit, and for them to just, you know, well, they it's a Chinese company, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that so they they get that. I think it's a certain amount of money they can spend that's tax free mm-hmm. for offshore. Um, and we learned about that. Like I said, I learned about it when the Microsoft bought. Um, Minecraft, uh, 
mm-hmm. for two billion. It was it was basically tax free because of this whatever this thing that they have. Uh, and I've actually you know I've seen it talked about that it's definitely real. So uh, it it makes sense in my opinion. I just think I'm, yeah, I'm curious. unless they come yeah, up with a, a a different competitor. Mm-hmm. That like does the same thing because basically shit TikTok is one minute clips or thirty or ninety second clips, and, uh, oh. and can you imagine the advertisements for Game Pass and other Microsoft yeah. stuff that will pop up on there? I mean, exactly, dude. it comes down to that, and also a creator for a creator. You listen. There's nothing easier to be a creator right now and make money than TikTok. Um, you, yes. You My wife watches a girl right now who literally showed how this girl made a video with nothing more than an iPhone and a jar of glitter. And this yeah. video is like freaking in, doing insane numbers. Right. Or if you uh, like there's so many things like there's so many t- genres like that, that they people. There's this guy like that just acts crazy and looks crazy. And he just comes on and he gets, you know, he's a, like a ton of followers. There's people, uh, it's gross, but like they pop pimples on it. You wouldn't believe how much viewership this is getting. Oh, so hey, uh, a lot of people like that shit. Yeah. So it, it, in a way, it's, uh, that's why I think it's, it's. Um, well, in relation to gaming, I'm kind of curious to what you know what they're going to come up with if they if this does um, happen. I think it'll be I think it'll be set separate. Mm-hmm. They, they, they would just for them to be smart is just to keep it as it is. Keep the people who are working on mm-hmm. it as is. Just make them Microsoft employees and and or try to figure that out. Because mm-hmm. if you keep it the way it is, it's going to blow up. It's already blown up. Well, you know? first. First, they need to buy uh, Warner Brothers and from software. So, right. <laughs> well, let me let me. Can I throw out one question? Question, hey, real quick, Invader. Yeah, hey, here's the million dollar question: Do you think if they do get TikTok, this is going to be a much better success than uh, Mixer? Uh, that's hard to say, honestly. Like, because they're two different things. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, listen, Mixer sucked. Mixer, well, yeah, that was it was a failure. It was it never got off the ground. This year already highly so, successful. The service itself of Mixer didn't out. suck. I just think that it didn't take off. Right, not but it never took off. I know you know when it came to Mixer, there was a there was a lot of bumps and hiccups, and you know, like you know, anybody that went to watch a video on Mixer. You know, it froze. It, you know, the, the right. picture was shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't know how the many times I would just say, you know what, I'm gonna watch Mixer, and then like it would just, it would just completely just shit the bits. So I said, well, looks like I'm watching it on YouTube, and there was no reason you know? to, uh, to well, switch from Twitch, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I was just trying Twitch to make the, the big, uh, but it will just not to interrupt you, Centauri, but just think the reason why the government itself wants to. You know, basically, get rid of it so they can't spy on us or their concerns is because of the rapid growth. They are seeing numbers where it's not—it's not a small amount of people. Millions and millions of people are going on TikTok, and it's growing still to this day. That's why it's becoming a threat for the government, and other governments agree 
they think that you know they can get your information and and they can uh, have you know people have your information in the wrong hands, especially when you have kids in this kids making accounts and all this stuff. Or like it's, the U.S. government. Yeah, you gotta be careful. The, you, gotta, you gotta save the children. The correlation I was at least trying to make with it being more successful than Mixer is, you know, I'm pretty sure after they shut down Mixer, there's probably a few executives over there that kind of, you know, I don't want to say had a black eye from it, but, you know, that you want to kind of have a second go at it. And TikTok all of a sudden comes up and you kind of learned through your trials and tribulations through Mixer. And now you're like, I really think we can pull this off this time with TikTok and just take TikTok it a different avenue. In. Yeah, we'll see. Now, so you think that that you give themselves a, uh, an opportunity to kind of uh, fix that black guy? Yeah, basically, kind of like I don't want to say redeem themselves, but you know, out well, of that's it, what like, you're saying. you know, <laughs> you know, out of any failure, especially when it comes to riding a bike. You fall off that thing, you get back up on it, and you go again. And I'm pretty sure there's some executives over there who are like, dude, that sucks. That mixer didn't work out, but TikTok is coming up for sale. What do you think we try this again? I mean, TikTok is already an established company, so I think the success, uh, the chances of success are much higher. I mean, it was Beam at first, and and how, I mean, how big of a platform was Beam in the beginning? I mean, it was kind of... It small was a startup. Player. It really wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it really wasn't it was, that big. Yeah. Small right now, if, if you go from <laughs> if you go from TikTok, you're, you're only building from a strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, I mean, it's interesting what Microsoft has their hands in. Obviously, you know, uh, we hear about all kinds of different studios, you know, that they can use to add into Game Pass, and then yeah, this whole TikTok thing that's going on. It's uh, they got their hands in everything right now, but uh, we'll see what uh, what happens. But uh, Steve Ninja is wearing a TikTok shirt. he's got his millions. He, he don't need to for <laughs> nothing. More. Yeah. More, that's all. But uh, you know what, guys, we'll move on to our last topic for the evening because I really want to touch on this because Xbox had Phil Spencer give us a tease that we should expect more um, more Xbox news in August. Now, in an interview that he did with uh, I, Justine, uh, Phil said that I'm encouraged to be able to talk more about it. It should be August. I think in August we'll have more to say. Now, Tim, I'll go to you on this last subject that we have. Um, yeah. Now, what? should we expect from this next Xbox showcase event? Because we're still missing details on quite a few things before the Series X launch. Well, I'm going to, after this, I'm going to have to leave, but um, I just want to give you guys a head up. It was a great podcast tonight. But um, for what they have to do, um, what was the exact question? Well, just uh, what should we expect from the Xbox showcase, really? Oh, so what they, um, the the showcase is going to be Lockhart's. It's going to be pricing, I believe. Uh, I think they're going to show off a game. Uh, you know, the po- possibly they might have held the game back from the showcase. Initiative comes to mind. Maybe an update from them. Um, I don't think you're going to hear anything on uh, Xbox Live dropping. What I do think you'll hear is they're coming out with... Um, Xbox All Access, but on a such a big level comparatively to what they had before. And I believe mm-hmm. it's also going to be global. So they're going to have a big push on that, basically, where you can spend just a subscription fee. Uh, you pay a certain amount a month, and you get your Series X, 
You think they're going to highlight that on stage or something? Yeah, it's going to be definitely talked about. He's going to have X Cloud News. Give us some pricing. Damn it. The pricing, they're going to have that. Release date, pricing, that's what I would Lockhart, they have to show Lockhart. If they don't show Lockhart, then it's not real. And then as far as, I think we're going to go into it. Um, and like I said, I got to get going. But um, the Xbox Live Gold, I'm kind of in, in, in what Grub said. What you know, I think it's going to go away. For the things that we talked about in this pod, very podcast, we talked about Call of Duty, Fall, uh, uh, you know, uh, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Xbox, Halo Infinite. What did we say? All free to play. There's not many free to play uh, paywalls up many uh, now. There's maybe Tekken and Mortal Kombat and certain things, but not enough to where you should really be paying for online. And I think that uh, just judging by things that are going on, even comments that have been made by uh, Major Nelson on RDX. If you go listen to that show, uh, it, was, it says Major Nelson. One of the things uh, he talks, we asked him, it kind of came up, and his answer was like, of course he's not going to say it, but he's like, we've been listening to the community, and we always listen to what you guys say. Um, you know, there's nothing I'm announcing or anything like that, but, uh, you know, just know that we listen. And to me, that just, you know, for them – to, for for Xbox Live to have no free access on PC and on Xbox uh, is kind of shitty. We all kind of agree. And for them even not to have the paywall for free to play, that's kind of shitty. Um, so I think they're going to have that addressed. And I think if they were smart, they announced this the day of the launch or two days before, and they get rid of Xbox Live Gold. I said it for a year that this is a position where Xbox Live Gold is redundant. It's archaic. Nobody cares about gold games anymore because they suck or they're mediocre. They're just not really want um, or have been excited about. I also wonder how much they got to pay to make those games free. Right. So, exactly. That's going to be another thing. But I mean, they they probably give them a couple bucks. You know, per per download. So uh, they, 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 so they just make your own. That you think they're going to announce? Possibly, possibly they're going to announce that Xbox Live, when it comes to the multiplayer aspect of things, is going to be free to play. Like you be able to play all your multiplayer. Right. Games. Well, yeah. Because we haven't because we haven't heard anything from Call of Duty, and I'm thinking like, so who has the marketing rights right now for Call of Duty? Is it anyone yet? I don't you know. know. So, I mean, it could be Sony. You know, it could be a big thing if, if if they come out and they say, hey, you know, um, it's free to play. You know, you got Call of Duty. We you got your Halos. Um, well, if they every- also announced like before, like two days before launch that, hey, we're going to a, a new service. It's going to take so and so to do it exists. There's a lot of things that they have to talk about, such mm-hmm. as ownership of games of gold. Well, if they said, hey, we're going to lose the uh, paywall, we're also going to lose. You can play free-to-play. You can use our chat. If they do that, I think that at that point, man, that's a tipping point for me. That's going to be huge. You know, that's such, you know, that's going to maybe put a little pressure on Sony. And I hope that they do it. But uh, at this point, I'm just listening to Grub and certain other big journalists uh, 
they're thinking that that might happen. So if it does, wow, what well, it's a big win. Oh, well, like you said, Timmy, you know, because people went back, going back and forth, you know, well, PC players don't have to pay for online. Why should, you know, console players? So I think for a long time they've had to wrestle with the same idea. And, you know, and uh, Game Pass isn't going anywhere. So exactly. that's where they're going to make their mm-hmm. money. That's and that, that, I mean, that's the, where they're going to focus That's the ultimate goal. The ultimate, goal the ultimate goal, and I'm going to leave right after that because i got to go. Great show, guys. But the ultimate goal is what we keep talking about, Game Pass. They're going to convert everyone who's an Xbox Live Gold member to Game Pass. Whether or not, if you like it or not, they're probably going to do it. Or maybe they'll give you an option. I don't know. But they're gonna, it's going to get, for the most part, all converted. And they're just going to have two tiers. $9 game, $10 Game Pass or Ultimate, 15 mm-hmm. And those things... You know, hopefully they do have codes for months and stuff, but I think that they want to do what Netflix and Netflix does, and that's fifteen dollars or ten dollars a month, and you're you you get games, high quality games, you get everything that you would want, wow. um, and you pay that money. That'd be yeah. awesome. Hopefully, not these cheesy ass bullshit games they've been giving the last four or five years. Yeah, well, yeah, Games of Gold has been horrible, right? Yeah. Oh, they they've been giving away such utter crap the past little while. Like, don't get me wrong, like I'm appreciative whenever they give out something, but at the same time, it's like they could give away like, you know, a, a couple uh, even a couple yeah, of launch. Yeah, I mean, games. you you can't you can't uh, you know, slap a gift horse in the mouth, but at the same time, at least give us something that, you know, semi wanted. Yeah, it's like hey, you know, you but know. Then, and then sit there. Wow, we're we're complaining about something that's given us for free, you know. So I, I kind of felt like a douchebag even just mm-hmm. complaining about it. But at the same time, it's like if you're gonna give something, give something worth note. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying to give away, you know, Call of Duty or you know, or 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 you, you know something like that. But mm-hmm. you know, something that that's worth playing. Well, you know, the truth is some of those, like, there are some smaller titles out there that are really fantastic. Like, there are some games that, you know, I've tried just through games with gold and they've turned out to be really surprisingly good. But, man, like, the past few months, they've been pretty uh, pretty rough. Pretty rough. Not going to yeah, lie there. I mean, so, some of these games, never even heard of. And I'm like, well, I've never heard of it. And I, I probably won't even play it. But I downloaded it just to add to collection, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely, guys. But you know it'll be really, really interesting to see what they, uh, what the Xbox and Phil have in store for us this August. Like, I wonder how you know how long this. I'm assuming they'll have another stream for this, whatever they have planned. And uh, yeah, hopefully we see Lockhart. Hopefully we see you know a couple of you know other games. Obviously we haven't heard from Compulsion. We've heard rumors about the initiatives game possibly getting shown off like you know it's still pretty an exciting time and of course a price right we need to know the price i wouldn't mind seeing a little more extensive you know something on uh, halo um and um whew. oh yeah definitely halo we definitely need to see more halo <laughs> well they said they're going to show off a uh, multiplayer here soon so that's what he said after the reveal uh, so we'll see oh, yeah. Let's see. I mean, I I, I kind of do want to hear about another studio acquisition as well. Maybe you know, 
You know, the gears are turning faster than we know with uh, Warner Brothers, where they started before it was even announced. So, um, yeah, I know, uh, Major, we want to hear the big B. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, I'm always going to say budget, you know. But, um, you know, that announcement that they gave with, um, you know, the showcase um, with um, uh, Destiny 2 was was awesome, too, as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know who knows? Yeah, right? no, that, that, was that was huge. Like, they have a great relationship with uh, Bungie. So I'm happy either way. Um, you know, I know I'll be playing it. Oh, yeah, but, definitely. We'll see, man. I want to hear about the price. I want to, you know, hear about the and price. And that's the new you know, DLC, gotta, too. Like day one, mm-hmm. so yeah, and it's supposed so. to be a pretty big uh, patch. So, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. Big, uh, Did we lose oh, Downer? Uh yeah, he had to. He had to uh, go off. Go off early to pick up uh, somebody. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had to go mess around with his sheep. <laughs> yeah, the Billy Goat that was chewing at his wires, his dial-up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Go outside, you see some goat just gnawing on a cable. The he Billy Goat. You bad goat, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, guys, I mean, you know, again, I'm excited to see what Xbox Xbox has in store for us this August. Um, I think on that note, though, uh, this episode of TXR is going to come to a close. And you know what, guys, we had a really good show tonight discussing like Halo, you know, the whole free to play thing, Grounded, Battletoads and, you know, all this whole August stuff going on in Game Pass. And we have a lot to look forward to uh, on the gaming front in August. That's for sure. Now, of course, I have to give a huge shout out to everyone in the chat that joined us tonight that participated in the chat and all of you do rock like thank you guys for joining us we really do appreciate you being here and of course if you enjoyed the show then definitely give it a like share this sucker out and subscribe to keep up to date on all of our shows that thumbs up por favor oh definitely give it a good thumbing guys and uh (laughs) hopefully you get dinner first (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh yes definitely we're not cheap dates but uh, anyways guys uh let's get to some panel intros and uh southie bud you know it was great having you back on here you know i love the energy that comes out of you and your insight uh where can everybody find you at south, south. <laughs> oh oh me 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 sorry i'm breaking up <laughs> now nah, you know what uh Someone came in the room and was uh, talking to me. So my my bad, my bad. Nah, you know what? Uh, you, you, can find me on, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on the Twitter sphere at Southbound110. You know, same old spot. You know, uh, I've been kind of MIA for a while. So it'd be nice to uh, get back in touch with all of you guys. So uh, holla at your boy. Hit me up. And, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing you guys and being being around here much more often. So much love, y'all. Nice, nice. Definitely love to hear it south. Again, it's great to have you back, pal. Uh, you know, you got a really interesting perspective and love the energy, of course. Um, next, I'll go well, you on. Know, you know, y- 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 y'all my boys, so, you know, I got to represent. I got to, you know, <laughs> are, are you veterans? I got to kick up, you know. Kicking up a notch. <laughs> hey man, Emerald Crew representing, right? That's right. Yeah, buddy. All right. Next, Eric Shockley. Uh, buddy, awesome stuff tonight. Uh, love your perspectives. Uh, where can everybody follow you at? Yeah, good show. Uh, you can follow me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. And yeah, have a good one. 
Well said. Well said. Well said. Yeah, of course, uh, Tim had to uh, leave early, um, and Jeremy. But next up, Centurion Pal. Uh, good show, of course. Where can everybody follow you? As always, they can find me on the Twitter sphere, as Southbound says it. You can also find me on Xbox Live and YouTube at Centurion1307. I can also be found right here kicking it every Sunday night with you fine gentlemen right here on the TXR podcast. And you can also find me every uh, every Saturday night on the Shop Podcast. Nice, damn straight, damn straight. And we'll round this out with uh, Megatron, buddy. Uh, again, great having you on. Uh, where can everybody follow you? Oh yeah, as always, you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, Megatron underscore one nine seven five. Man, hit me up in the DMs. I love talking about anything and everything. And I've been trying to trying out this Twitch thing, you know, so I've been streaming more and more. So you can hit me up on Twitch. It's uh, my Twitch handle is Megatron one one nine seven five S. And we'll come watch me play some games and uh, have a good time. So, yeah, hit me up. Yeah, definitely do that, guys. Uh, Megatron is a blast uh, to game with. And you know what? He uh, you know, should definitely get a show out of him uh, when he streams. So definitely check him out. All right. And to end this off, I'm Invader. You guys can find my content on YouTube at Invader Gaming. And also I'm active on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. Take it easy, everyone. And we hope to see you all here next Sunday. Have a good night. Later.